Three Beards Media Podcasts originate from the Gravitate Coworking Studio, sponsored by Revelton Distilling Company. side of the storm where we talk all things cyclones we are coming to you live from the gravitate co-working studios literally the gravitate co-working studios because all of us are remote today and uh sponsored by our friends at revelton distillery out of osceola iowa i'm dave larson here with my storm team partner and cyclone great marcus Pfizer. how are you marcus i wish i was doing better coming down a little bit with this the virus that these kids are spreading around but Trying to stay pumped up on high on, on vitamin C and trying to kick this thing as soon as I can. Well, I'm we, here. All, we all got a little adrenaline kick tonight. Love uh, it. Watching the cyclone, uh, <laughs> two cyclone greats, Brock Purdy and David Montgomery with the 49ers and the Lions. The 49ers come out victorious. They are heading to the Super Bowl to face off against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think outside of Kansas City. If you're a Cyclone fan, you're probably going to be cheering for the 49ers. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it was hard to watch, you know, David and Brock go against each other, but it was a it was a phenomenal game. Um, you know, it, I think that's the game we expected from uh, the Ravens and the Chiefs and didn't necessarily get it that way. But um, to see this game, you know, play out that way, to be so close, it, it was very exciting. Well, and it wasn't didn't start off that way, you know. The, yeah. the Brock had an interception early on, and the Lions actually scored on the first possession. Uh, Dave Montgomery scored a touchdown of his own, yeah. and we thought uh, at halftime, twenty-four to seven. I, <laughs> I was uh, it was not looking so good. So I'm going to turn this hat around in honor of Colin Cowherd, who seemed to think that Brock Purdy wasn't a Super Bowl <laughs> quality quarterback. <laughs> I think we now know. That uh, he is a store uh, quarter, uh, Super Bowl quarterback, Chris Shipley. How are you today, my friend? Man, that was amazing. I never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that we would see a story like that. Uh, although I will continue to tout that when he got drafted, my first tweet was that he would be starting by by the middle of the sea of his first season because I just figured he was going to fit in so good to Shanahan's offense, but. Listen, let's just put to bed that whole game manager bullshit because the dude was down 17 points. He led that team back. He scrambled. He ran. He made plays. They wouldn't have won that game without Brock Purdy. And he made some tough, difficult throws. You know, there, there was a couple uh, that touchdown toss 
that uh, put him up to Brandon Ayuk. That was a tight window that he had to throw into. Um, it, you're right. System quarterback does not make that throw. Nope. System quarterback does not lead his team from a 24-7 halftime deficit to then propel his team into the Super Bowl. So, of course, we're all homers here for Brock Purdy and the everything Cyclones. We certainly wish uh, that on the losing end, Dave Montgomery didn't have to be on the losing end. But right now, we're all we're all full steam ahead with with the uh, 49ers in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean that whole game manager. It's so ridiculous to even think about or talk about. I mean, first of all, he's the quarterback. And the quarterback is like the point guard of basketball. He's supposed to manage the game. He's supposed to manage the situation that he's in. I guess you just want him to drop back and just sling dingers no matter where they're going to go. Like, that's his job to manage the game. And he managed to get his team to the Super Bowl. And I shut the hell up. Well, let's compare that to the earlier game with the Ravens. And Lamar Jackson seemed to really struggle. And yeah. We're talking he was the leading contender for the MVP. And you know, I think yep. that if they uh, gave the season or they gave the award out at the end of the year, you have to look at Brock Purdy. You have to look at Christian McCaffrey. But Brock Purdy, the way that he led his team back in, in these last two games, both against the Packers, we got to remember he led them on a game-winning drive against the Packers as well. And then here they were down 24-7 to against a really good Detroit Lions team. And they came out ahead. You know, system quarterback or not, Brock Purdy deserves to be in the NFL. I love it. Ward managed to make elite plays with his feet. Goddamn right. <laughs> that's right. Listen, oh, even RG three. He, I mean, RG three. Who I, I, I can't say that I was a big fan of. You know, before, but he's touting Brock. I mean, he is. He is a hundred percent on Brock. Brock Purdy is not a game manager. He's always been special program changer at Perry High School program changer at Iowa State. He he's not sneaky athletic. He is athletic. He's proven he can change the game. 21 and 5 is an NFL starter. Right. And and like this is his first season really starting a whole season. And right. He, has, he had some ups and downs to go through. He had to really go through the whole entire league and and feel how it was going to be, you know, midseason, you know, hitting a little wall, um, bodies banged up and things like that. But once we got to the meat of the season, you get a buy, you know, uh, weekends start to be a little bit longer than it was before. You know, he, he has proven what you should do as a starting quarterback. And it, it doesn't matter how he got them there. They're there and they're one game away from winning it all. Well, let's remember, they were in the NFC Championship game last year, too, against the Eagles. And if it yep. weren't for that injury yeah. to his elbow, yep. they might have been, this may be their second consecutive Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. Crazy. I and the the hype for this next two weeks is going to be crazy. I mean, you've got some serious narrative going into this game. Obviously, with with Travis Kelsey and 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 Taylor Swift, uh, <laughs> Mahomes four Super Bowls out of the last six years, and you know Brock Purdy and Mister Irrelevant. It's just it. I don't know Christian McCaffrey's first Super Bowl. I mean, it's. It's going to be a, a fun two weeks, and I, I'm really looking forward to that game. And, and let's remember one thing, too, is that the 49ers had drafted Trey Lance to come in and to be that starter. And I can't remember. If, it seemed like Lance was the number one uh, draft pick of that the year. Third, they, they, they traded up yeah. to take him at three. So Good point. 
Yeah, so they, they traded up because they thought he was the man. They threw a bunch of capital, got Lance. They thought he was going to be the guy. He wasn't the guy. They brought in Jimmy G. They thought Jimmy G was going to be the guy. So then number three on the depth chart the year that Brock was drafted was Nate Sudfeld, who was guaranteed a million dollars. Teams don't like to throw money away. All right. So Brock comes in in training camp. They were impressed enough to let Sudfeld go. They kept Brock Purdy, the last pick in the draft. Yep. And then by the end of the year, by the middle of the year, Brock Purdy is your starter winning football games and nearly led them to the Super Bowl last year. And yep. there he is this year. Just a phenomenal story. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Yeah, I called it. I, I said last year, you know, go ahead and trade Trey, you know, get some assets or whatever that you can for it and start Brock. And, you know, yep. he went, like I said, went up, went through his ups and downs and now they're in the Super Bowl. So it's a phenomenal story without a doubt. Um, we never doubted him. We've seen him for years and years and years. Um, is expected from a young player just becoming a pro because it's a, it's a different league. Like those are grown men in that league. Um, it, it gets to a point, and I'm not going to test to it. There, it gets to a point in college where, when you're an upperclassman, you, you know you become the man versus you know the kids that are coming in. And there was times, you know, on the floor, like I didn't think there was anybody. That's why so many double and triple teams came that can really, really contend with my strength, my power, and speed, and things like that. But once you get to the league, it's everywhere. It's right. everywhere. So he had to learn how to manage all of that. He had to learn how to, you know, pick apart the different things because the corners are coming a lot faster. The safeties are just as fast as the corners. So, he, you know, then you got the big guys on the defensive end that are, you know, two, I mean, 360, 370 that are moving. You know, and before you know it, that pocket is a lot smaller. And so once he figured all that <laughs> yeah. out, you know, here we are. Well, well and, and as as Coach Campbell has said, you go to Iowa State, you go up the rough side of the mountain. And I think that that has, you know, Brock has kind of gotten a little baptism by fire, by fire, having a rough time at Iowa State, having to play those teams and and and, and then that adversity that he had last year and then coming in and then some of these games that they said he, he played bad in. I mean, he led two game winning drives in the last two weeks uh, in the playoffs, in the NFL playoffs, third youngest quarterback to start a Super Bowl, signed a four year, $3.74 million deal. He's two years into that deal. Mm -hmm. He's due for a raise. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait until that contract comes due. Yeah. But you know what? I, hold out time. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised that the type of guy yeah, that I he is, that he would take a lower deal to sign his the rest of his teammates to continue this go. That seems to me to be – because to me, Brock's whole persona is not about money. It's about promoting his faith and, and, and being a good teammate. Well, and if you're Matt Campbell in the Iowa State – football program is he not case in point are you not walking around to every recruit just showing his picture going you know who this guy right. is right you know we're to school right you could be in his shoes it, that and following off the heels of brock you know we have rocco beck now who yeah. is he, he's actually breaking brock's records as a as a freshman yep. so you're seeing some success then that can transfer over from the college game and from 
Iowa State University into the NFL, into the pros. It, this is probably one of the best times that you can be an Iowa State football fan, seeing some of the guys, some of these guys taking off and having some success. It had some major success. It's crazy. Cool. All right, so let's talk about a little bit of basketball. Uh, as we talked last week, this was going to be a big week facing off against both of the Kansas schools. But before we do, let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsor, uh, Revelton Distillery. Why take the best corn in the world and make it into fuel when you could make it into whiskey? That's the question that launched Revelton, Iowa's most visible and fastest growing distillery. Owners Rob and Christy Taylor embrace the grain-to-glass philosophy, sourcing ingredients locally and overseeing on-premises production and bottling at their facility in Osceola. One sip and you'll agree that Revelton's handcrafted whiskeys, gins, and vodkas are the best you've ever tasted. And with the launch of their rye whiskey, made with 100% Iowa-grown rye and corn, and their new bourbon coming soon, there's more Revelton to love than ever. Iowa's own Revelton Distillery. ReveltonDistillery.com The great thing about working from home is working from home. The worst thing is working from home, especially for face-to-face -face collaborations with customers and coworkers. And let's face it, coffee shop meetings are neither private nor professional. So skip the trip to Starbs and investigate Gravitate Coworking Space. For more than 10 years, Gravitate has provided large and small office and conference spaces perfect for hosting meetings, workshops, or other events, as well as private phone booths for confidential conversations. Plus, all spaces include secure fiber internet, free coffee, and access to a kitchenette. All you need is your laptop. Gravitate does the rest. And renting space at Gravitate is surprisingly affordable. An hour of office space costs about the same as venti caramel macchiatos and breakfast sandwiches for two. Daily and monthly rates are also available with no long-term commitment. Learn more at GravitateCoworking.com. That's GravitateCoworking.com. You know, it's funny. We're sitting here talking about Gravitate, and you can probably tell by the background, I am not at home uh, working out of the home office, but on the road, my daughter had a cheer competition in St. Louis, so that's the reason why my throat is a little bit scratchy <laughs> myself. Um, earlier this week, we talked again last week before we went to break about this being a big week against Kansas State and Kansas earlier in the week on Wednesday. We played Kansas State, and Chris has some video of TJ Otzelberger um, and Jerome Tang having their post-game handshake and uh, really haven't seen anything like it before, but Tang had a few words in the middle of the game. He wanted to talk to TJ, and then they had a few words at the end of the game as well. Um, some word came out before the Kansas tip-off that Tang had brought up in one of his uh, pressers or, or through the media that there was some concern with some potential spying of the Kansas State huddle during the middle of the game. Marcus, have you ever heard of anything like that when you were playing both let's, in let's, college let's, or the NBA? I don't think Marcus has seen this. This is the confrontation uh, after the game uh, at the handshake line. Fuck you, you fucking whore. Watch it. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. I dubbed over that. I'm sorry. That's that's not the actual audio. That's what I dubbed over because it's pretty funny. But you can see he's pretty animated here. And he points to the crowd. He... So, 
yeah, he points to the crowd. Uh, yeah, that was my that was my edited video that I had where I dubbed some Sopranos oh, over it. But anyways, earmuffs at home, kids. Right. So, but here's the problem with this, right? You after this, they after this in the uh, post game press conference, uh, they asked TJ about it, and they asked T and they asked Lang about it, and both of them said, you know what. We had our discussion afterwards. It's over. It's moved on. It was nothing, right? Well, then, T, uh, Lang's si or Tang's sister started tweeting stuff out that, uh, you know, making rumors that there were racial uh, overtones that were shouted out and people were throwing stuff. And then it went out that Iowa State managers were taping their huddle and things like that. It's obviously K State and the and the coaches leaked that they had to have, but that wouldn't have came from Iowa State. Iowa State wouldn't wouldn't say anything like that. So then Sports Illustrated picked it up, ran a story, and then that kind of ran before the Kansas game. And then why don't you guys talk about it and I'll see if I can find TJ's um response. So just a little wrap then. Kansas, uh we we're up uh, by 12 at halftime against Kansas State. Kansas State did come back, had me really nervous, uh, but Cyclones ended up pulling that out. Um, Milan Montilovic had 19 points. Curtis Jones had another solid performance with 18 uh, points. Uh, Keyshawn Gilbert had 15 points and 13 rebounds. Boy, he's been really picking it up this last week, really since Taman's uh, injury last week. He's been a different uh, player. Vegas, um, baby. Yeah, so Cyclones plot a win, 78-67 uh, against Kansas State, so they can go home. There is a um, there is a return trip, I believe, that we have to go down and play Kansas State uh, coming up in the last game, uh, last Big 12 game of the season, so we are going to get a chance to see them. And then turning to Saturday, um, kind of an interesting mix playing on CBS. Um, I've seen some of the video. I don't know if, if you've seen that, Marcus, to compare the lighting or the visual of the ESPN version of a broadcast versus CBS. CBS really made it look great on on uh, on TV. Um, here I am sitting at this cheer competition, watching it on my phone, and just going nuts and excited. <laughs> People around me are going, "What are you doing?" And but I didn't care. You know, it was a huge game uh, by the Cyclones uh, against Kansas. Um, Probably the highlight of the game, though, could have been um, when the officer came out and did Juicy Wiggle, of which uh, I, I saw that uh, Bill Self ended up coming out of his timeout early just to watch <laughs> the the performance of the cop doing Juicy Wiggle. Marcus, any thoughts that you had with that Kansas game? That, that was a big-time game against the Jayhawks. Um, of course, that was a big game. It's one of those games that you sit and you watch and focus on the entire game. Um, we're going to have runs. They're going to have runs. But we all know it's no secret um, that during those type games, especially at the Hilton, we lock in. Even if we're down in Lawrence, we lock in. Um, Travis, Travis Relaford even uh, tweeted, well, we were on Instagram. He was like, you guys, you guys would have, like, the best shooting a night against us. <laughs> I'm like, bro, <laughs> you know how it goes. You know how it goes on the road in the 12. So um, it was a good game. And even Sharon College, man, him was, you know, going back and forth a little bit. Um, you know, they, they were they were coming a little bit before and during the game. But after the game, it was like, yeah, that was a good game. But it's always going to be a good game. Uh, like I said before, 
it's the reason why we have so many wins against the top 25 in the last couple of years because, you know, Big 12 is the best conference in the league in basketball without a doubt. You know, we're not being biased. We're just stating the facts. And whenever you you in the Big 12, you have to come through Hill. You got to come through the Coliseum. And that's never been an easy place to win for anyone. So it doesn't matter what number you're going to have in front of you, number two, number seven, number 25, you got to come through the Hilton. And, the, you know, the magic is going to show up and our guys are going to show up and do what they, they're going to do. And, you know, who I root for each and every time, my boy Trey King. I'm a big Trey King fan. I love those big guys. I love the bigs. <laughs> he comes through. He comes through with with the physical physicality that we need, and then don't do any. He's starting to figure it out. You know, he makes a couple threes for us. Keep him guessing, and oh, you know, we come out with the four victory. threes. <laughs> I, I like to see it. I like to see it. We we just not fall in love with it too much, you know. Next <laughs> game, give me 18 rebounds, and, and but you, you got to admit those. Those took you by surprise watching him shoot those threes, right? And he doubled the number of threes in just that one game that he it's, had all season. It's the magic. It's the magic well, when you rolling. When you rolling yep. and you feel it, that crowd is going. You know, it's is is nothing that you can explain. It's just that feeling when it when that crowd is rolling, you just feel that they're behind you. You just feel like the the hoop is an ocean. Let me uh, let me remind everybody that we asked uh, somebody on this podcast who was the go to guy. To go to at the end of the game, and yeah. I believe one Marcus said uh, that it was Keyshawn Gilbert. One player that, that could do that. I, I don't know that we do necessarily. I think we've got a bunch of teams that can't, or a bunch of players that can score. I don't know that we have that go-to assassin. I, I trust Tame and Lipsy with the ball to get it to somebody. I just don't know that I who that person is that you give it to at the top of the key that will score from a consistent standpoint. Well, me personally, for, you know, four and a half, five years coaching against Keyshawn Gilbert here in Las Vegas, you know, I, I saw a lot of early flashes of him being able to do that. Um, I don't know if it's a different role for him at Iowa State. Um, that's something that he has to progress into at Iowa State, but you know, the kid has been an assassin for years here. Seems like uh, Marcus might know ball. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit. It's maybe a little, a little bit, right? It's, it's, it's a little different here in Vegas, and you know, people, you know, full disclosure, just you know, tend to stay their distance, which I'm fine with. It's not, it's not, you know, bragging or anything like that. Like I just like sound basketball. You know, I was taught the right way. I was taught, you know, how to focus on the different things that's that talented players have and uh that different kind of grit you know i wasn't the biggest player you know six eight maybe six nine with my shoes on barkley said we got to play in our shoes so why are you measuring me with my shoes off so i'm gonna go with <laughs> six nine um but but you know just you know just like i said just knowing the kid for so many years him playing against marcus jr for so many years uh playing against him in age au tournaments in high school for so many years him and his brother, he, he got an older brother that's probably about a year or two older than him. And they were just these tough, gritty kids that, you know, no matter wherever you faced them, they did not back down. And I remember the first time I coached against Keyshawn, like he was he was going at me back and forth. Never, never in a million years would, would assume he'd end up at Iowa State. 
totally <laughs> gratified with the, with that decision to him transferring to Iowa State. But his coach came to talk to me. He was like, "Hey, young fella, you know, he's trying to learn." I said, "I like him. I like him. I like that grit. I like that that tenacity that he had, and he never backed down. He definitely beat us that game, and I became a fan from him ever since. And that was what is this twenty. 24, that was probably in 2016, 2017. He was a young fella then. And so, you know, for him to continue on, become an adult, young young man that's looking to continue his success, I mean, I'm loving it. So Keyshawn had 16 points and six rebounds, but none bigger than that three-point shot near the end of the game. And then he came back with a quick layup that pretty much sealed that game. So five quick points there by Keyshawn Gilbert that – that was the difference in the ball game. Uh, Cyclones end up winning 79 to 75 over Kansas. Uh, we talked a little bit about your big Trey King, 21 points and nine rebounds. He really has been playing big the, the, in these last couple of games as well. I love it. I love it. You know, the, the focusness, it starts in that paint. And like you said, Robert Jones has been playing so well. You know, he's, he's figured it out in the last couple of years, and he understands how to navigate and how to be effective. You know, just from top to bottom, um, you know, Tamey was able to come back and, you know, he's still getting the cobwebs out. But, you know, we're, we're heating up at the right time. And, and you know, with these these homes and, and not a ways in some of these games, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a good thing to have right now. And I'm excited about the rest of the season. Well, in, in de- my defense of that video that Chris played earlier, again, <laughs> Heyman is the guy that stirs the drink. So you're right. He came back. He's another solid performance, 10 points, eight assists. He's getting the ball in the hands of those that need it. And really, I think these this group of Cyclones, they pass the ball really well. I mean, they're looking for the open guy. They're looking to push the tempo. I like what I'm seeing out of this team. They, they look like a top 15 team. Yeah, that's the direction they, they definitely heading. And, um, you know, they're, it's not about blowing anybody out. It's just playing solid. Like this is the heat of the season where you really have to focus because again, the Big Twelve can change your your season for the for for the great, or it can be, you know, a total disaster. And we've been through, you know, recently those disasters. Now since TJ's been there, um, you know, and but since he's been there, he's been getting the ship righted. Um, we've been playing well and. Man, once we get to the tournament, you know the rest is history. So, well, we're sitting in a great spot, five and two, a half game out of Texas Tech. We share the spot with Houston, and just a notch below us is Kansas, Kansas State, and TCU, of which we all have a win over. So, really, we sit two games up on those guys. We're looking pretty good. That uh, seven games into the Big Twelve season, we we do have a tough stretch coming up though. We have a week off, which I'm I'm a little surprised they're off for the entire week. I don't I don't quite understand that. But Saturday at Baylor and then Tuesday at Texas. Yeah, I think everybody's looking forward to that game. Uh, return to Ty- see Tyrese Hunter for the last time. Looking forward to this week. But you're right, it gives us a little bit of time to work on some things, maybe get some guys healed up, uh, particularly Team and Lipsy. Yeah, and they're on the road three out of their next four. So it's, it's a, well, Marcus, you know, the big 12 is no joke. Yeah. Without a doubt. And like you said, we're right behind Texas tech, uh, Texas tech got, you know, more of those, those hard nose 
Vegas kids, you know, Darren Williams from Vegas, and, and I coached Pop Pop Isaacs in high school. So I know the tenacity and, and the fire that he has on the, in his belly. So when we run into them, it's going to be a dog fight as well. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, that matchup when it comes around. But, you know, going down there in Texas, whenever you got to get down there in Texas, is always a hard trek to get wins out of those out of those tough-nosed teams down there. And, you know, uh, playing against Texas is going to be exciting without a doubt. Well, and Curtis Jones, again, another solid performance with 15 points. Uh, looking good. You know, Marcus, you made a good point earlier. I'd like to hear more information on that. The impact that Hilton Coliseum has on right. those players, both as as a Cyclone and as an, an opponent. What Share with us how the impact that that arena has and the crowd has on you and, and the opponents that you're playing against. Well, I mean, I, I've, I've spoken to players, you know, opposing players, and they say, man, we, we hate playing up there in, in the Hilton. Um, and I said, well, you know, we love it. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we don't see what you're saying. But, uh, um, you know, we know before, you know, tip-off, run out, the, the crowd is going to be packed. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be something like you've never seen before because, you know, the, the fan base at Iowa State University and their names – it's just phenomenal. You know, they pack the house to make you feel, you know, wanted and you feel that sense of pride of wanting it to, to be better for them. You know, that was, that was probably the number two thing for me, uh, being better for the crowd. The first thing was, you know, being better men's basketball team because of how good coach Finley had the women's team. So that was my first goal, you know, being as good as they were. And the second goal was to, you know, make the crowd proud and, everything fed into that and uh you know we we're able to have some success but you know what's what's the crowd is behind you you know if we if you think if you're up they're loud you get down and make a little run make two or three shots it gets really really loud in that place and you feed off that energy and you know the the hoop becomes a a total ocean well so my yeah. son was in attendance at that game the light out it really that looked really cool on tv it I, does that that looked sharp. Did did they have any of those games when when you were a player, either a Cardinal Rules game or a Golden no, Rules game? That was about seventy five years ago. They weren't doing the they weren't doing the white outs, the, the the gold outs, or anything like that. We it was it was probably too white outside <laughs> if people had on coats. So no, we never did anything like that. No, but you had those <laughs> awesome yellow cool. uniforms. Yeah, those were awesome. <laughs> Well, it's a, it's a, it was been, it's been a big week. They beat Kansas State, beat Kansas. Uh, Brock goes to the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton gets named an All Star starter for the Eastern Conference. That's that's just crazy to me. To the two, probably the two best players or the two most popular players right now in the NFL and the NBA are Cyclones. And, and those two were sitting in a class together as freshmen. That's how they got right. to know each other. It wasn't through playing fields or basketball yep. court or hanging out at lead. They just met in class like everybody else does. Yep. All right. So I, I think we're going to put a, uh, a bow on this one. Uh, it's been, this has been a great week. As Chris said, uh, the men are off until Saturday. I'll be honest. I haven't seen much of the women. I caught a little bit of their game yesterday against West Virginia. Turned it out to be a loss. I can't tell you exactly what their schedule is for this week, but 
tune in to more Cyclone Athletics um, Saturday coming up. Um, we've got a game. Uh, women check their schedule out. We've got um, uh, no more women NFL play on Wednesday. Super Bowl in two weeks. What's women that are on Wednesday night. Oklahoma women State. Wednesday night. Oklahoma State at Hilton, and then they go to Central Florida on Saturday. Ooh. So yep. get up to Hilton this week if you can. If you're living down in the Florida area, make sure you visit Orlando and stop by to watch the, our women take on the Central Florida, whatever they are. And that's another Good edition night. of In the Side of the Storm. Everybody take care. It's been uh, great seeing you, and we'll see you next week for In the Side of the Storm. Stay healthy. Go Cyclones.